This is the podcast for Jews Taekwondo. Today we have Ms. Sean Kim. She's a second degree black belt with the International Taekwondo Federation. She's a world champion from the 2014 championship in Italy. How are you doing today, Ms. Kim? Hello, good. I'm good, Sarah. How are you, sir? Great, thanks. Thanks for um, chatting with me this, this evening. Can you kind of um, give us a little background about um, yourself when you started Taekwondo? Uh, yes, sir. So I started Taekwondo when I was around seven years old because my dad wanted me to learn self-defense because one, I was a girl and two, I was Korean. And a lot of Koreans do Taekwondo just naturally uh, growing up. And I think I trained for a couple of years before I shifted my focus to swimming and then I swam for a while. And then right before high school, I had to make the decision to choose between Taekwondo or swimming uh, because of time constraints. And since I was a swimmer, a serious swimmer at that time, I think it was one of the hardest decisions I made. And I have to, I'm happy to say that I don't regret it one bit. Very interesting. Um, <laughs> yes, sir. How did you do in swimming, just out of curiosity? Um, I was definitely not one of the slowest, sir. Um, I made some several top 10 records at the Pleasanton Seahawks. I, was, I competed at the Junior Olympic Championships. I competed on Constellations. I received the Junior Olympic Times, and, or I reached Junior Olympic Times, and I also made it to Far Western Times and Pacific Record Times. So in swimming, there's different time standards. And uh, I guess an average swimmer would be the A time. And then if you're a little faster, you get a Junior Olympic time. And then if you're faster than that, you are um, you can reach the Far Western time and then PRT time and then sectionals, I believe. And then that would, and after that's the Olympic trials, sir. So I, I was, yeah, I was one of the faster people, swimmers in my group, I would say. Wow. That's, um, I didn't realize that. So what made you decide to pursue taekwondo versus continue with the the swimming um there were a variety of reasons sir so at the time the swim team was going through a lot of changes there were new coaches they were shifting a lot of um i guess a lot of procedures at that time and then also when i was thinking about high school i knew i wanted to take ap classes further my education focus on my studies a lot and if i stuck with swimming then i'd be training about three to four hours every single day and then over the weekend i'd be probably at swim meets for about eight to ten hours on both days and then sometimes i'd have to miss school from thursday to sunday and compete from 9 a.m to 9 p.m and it was just too much and i was like oh i don't think i'd get any studying done at that time so i was like okay maybe i should switch to taekwondo and see what that would be like and taekwondo was something that was relatively new to me because i'd been swimming for so long that i wanted i thought trying something new might be the better route the better decision so when did you start doing swimming um so i started swimming i think when i was around seven or eight years old as well but that was during a summer team and then i switched to the pleasanton seahawks the year-round team when i was about 10 9 or 10 years old so you started taekwondo and swimming pretty much at the same time yes sir you've only trained with um with me in taekwondo yes sir and um did you look at different mar uh different taekwondo like wtf or itf or did you know any did your parents know anything about itf um no my parents didn't know anything about itf sir um, my dad when he was in korea uh, he trained under wtf taekwondo and then when he came here he just found a taekwondo studio and he's like oh sean you're gonna go learn taekwondo right now <laughs> and then later afterwards we found out it was an itf studio and yeah from that point i didn't really consider other martial arts or the fact that i was doing a different type of taekwondo than um than your dad the wtf version yeah than my dad and the olympics mm-hmm 
Yeah, but then when I get got more uh, more devoted to taekwondo, like when I started competing at the world championships, then I started realizing like the different martial arts out there, and I was like, oh, so WTF is different from uh, ITF. Like, let's see, what are the differences and how are they similar? And I got more interested. Yeah, when I started competing, sir. That's really interesting. So, what did you find as the differences between ITF and WTF? Well, I've never really done WTF Taekwondo, sir. So I just on the surface, I can tell like the uniforms different. The patterns are obviously different. Um, the sparring style is a little bit different. Uh, WTF Taekwondo tends to use a lot more legs than hands, and then the sparring gear is also different. The point system seems to be different. So there's a lot of different um, surface level things. I'm not really sure about the deeper um, differences, but just on the surface, sir. Sure. No, I I remember um, you competing. One time and um, in patterns. <laughs> yes, sir. And would you say that was a turning point for you as far as where you were in Taekwondo? I think you were a blue belt then. Oh yes, sir. Um, so that uh, competition, sir. Um, I was seriously swimming at that time, so mm-hmm. I hadn't been to the studio for quite a while. And my mom decided to sign me up for the patterns tournament, and I had no idea what my pattern was or any of the patterns below me, except for Chunji maybe and four directional punch and four directional block. And actually, I wasn't. Even sure if I knew Chunji. I was like, you know what? I'll just go for it. Maybe I'll try Chunji and see where that takes. Yeah, as a blue belt, I performed Chunji and I lost also during that um, competition. But um, I remember the feeling that I had. I was going against, um, I think I was going against a green belt maybe or a yellow belt, and I had lost against her. And I remember feeling so humiliated, so embarrassed. And I was like, oh my god, this is not how I'm going to be training in Taekwondo. So when I finally decided to give my full commitment to this um, activity. I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna do this, then I'm gonna give it all. I'm gonna give it my all. Like I'm not gonna settle for less. This is what I want to do, and I'm going to do it. <laughs> so yes, yeah, sir. I guess that's how I became what I am today, sir. <laughs> <laughs> now, <clears throat> did you uh, ever feel like you want to quit? Was there any time in your, you know, during your training that you felt like, uh, just I don't know if I want to continue doing this? Actually, I don't think I ever really had that moment, sir. I mean, I guess when I was swimming and doing taekwondo at the same time, when I was making my decision to choose one over the other, I considered quitting taekwondo then. But as soon as I decided to commit to taekwondo, there hasn't been a time where I thought about quitting ever again. <laughs> uh, that's um, yeah. A lot of times, a lot of blue belts tend to rethink about what they want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can you share a little bit of your experience of, um, you said you had anxiety before? Oh, yes, sir. So (laughs) there are a lot of things that um, I've experienced in the past that contribute to my anxiety. But um, I found a way, I found Taekwondo as a way to kind of, um, I found Taekwondo as an outlet for my anxiety, I would say. When I'm around a lot of people, I tend to get very anxious. And when I see other people doing well, and I see them achieving higher than me, then I, I tend to have a sort of anxiety that kind of contributes to my lack of confidence so what I found was that when I was doing taekwondo I channeled all of my energy into improving myself so I would see a lot of other black belts I'd see videos of um, martial artists on YouTube doing great things jumping really high kicking uh, sparring really well uh, doing patterns amazing doing awesome side piercing kicks and I would look at them and say oh you know what this is not me and I am not them I don't have to be them and they don't they're not going to be me anytime soon so you know what I'm going to work on improving myself and I'm going to try to reach the full potential that I can possibly do. And that kind of helped <laughs> ease my anxiety, sir. <laughs> <clears throat> you won five medals at um, the 2014 
World Championship. Is that right? Yes, sir. Can you kind of give us a little bit of that experience that you had gotten from that? Oh, yes, sir. So, so I competed in team events and individual events. Um, I competed in individual patterns, individual sparring, or, yeah, individual sparring and individual specialty breaking. I got bronze in patterns and bronze in sparring. And then I competed as uh, or part of the team sparring, the team patterns, the team specialty breaking. We won gold medal for team specialty breaking and we won silver medal for team patterns and bronze medals for team sparring, sir. I guess somewhat interesting is that um, I don't really care about the whole idea of achievement. Um, so for me, <laughs> as soon as I won those medals, like I almost forgot which medals I won for which events or anything like that, mm -hmm. which is kind of weird. I mean, like you're waiting for this moment and you're like, you finally reach this moment and you finally earn a medal. But for me, it didn't mean that much. I think what meant the most to me was when I was, when I was actually on the stage, when I was actually performing my patterns, when I was actually sparring. It was kind of interesting. It was really strange it was different from what you do when you're practicing patterns and when you're practicing sparring because when you're on stage your performance becomes the embodiment it's kind of weird but it's, it's kind of cheesy too but your performance becomes the embodiment of your soul and it's kind of like you want to prove yourself to the world like it's really weird but you're ripping yourself apart and then you're building yourself back together again like how taekwondo is kind of like an art you kind of want to use taekwondo to represent all your emotions all your, your whole entire existence kind of paint who you are while you're on stage so each movement that you do in your patterns you give it everything you got and then like i remember when i was doing my nai pan strike and when i was doing my punches doing my walking stances and all that when i was doing my patterns i felt like this whole sensation of like i I don't know like adrenaline passion I was, I was feeling everything at once i was sad i was tired i was exhausted and i was angry and i was happy and i was i don't know it was just like this really like mixed emotional like it was crazy but i feel like when you're on stage you learn to kind of let everything go and you just basically surrender to your own existence so i think that's what i found was really valuable when i was um competing at the world championships uh, i think i did taekwondo for that moment and that's why i didn't want to quit and it's because that during in that moment you feel so alive and that you're living and it's like really beautiful because everything molds into one intense moment of passion dedication and devotion and it's not the whole idea of achievement it's just who you are like it's what you train for it's just basically you and you're showing who you are in the most beautiful way possible that's beautiful way to explain that <laughs> oh no sir it's really cheesy but like no not not cheesy <laughs> so you're um graduating this year and you're going to usc university of southern california is that right yes sir and that's what are you going to be studying down there um i am currently a psychology major on the pre-med track but it's bound to change i really don't know where i'll be heading in the future well what do you think you want to do in the future um well i know that i definitely like biology and i do like cutting things open so i might end up as a surgeon one day but i'm also very interested in psychology since i've dealt with anxiety before one of my actually one of my dream jobs was to work in a prison and kind of help prisoners um redeem themselves after serving their sentences and kind of integrate them back into society and kind of helping them improve their mental health and this summer you're going to korea to do uh, some yes, internship is that right what kind of um, internship is that? So I was actually interning at a hospital for um, senior year, throughout senior year, and hopefully I'm going to carry those experiences with me to Korea and um, be able to volunteer at um, maybe Seoul National University's hospital or maybe the Samsung hospital and kind of help out the patients and the workers there. And you're also going to compete at the Asian Championships, is that right? 
Yes, sir. Cool. Well, great. Thanks for、um, being on our podcast. We look forward to seeing you and checking up on you. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Bye, sir. See you later. 